0: Hey, Haley, want to take a trip down to Riverdale?
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. That episode with you did with Mallory was so awesome. It Literally, it's one of the best ones you've ever done.
0: Thank you, but we're not going to that Riverdale. We're going to 2001 Riverdale for Josie and the Pussycats, the movie. Come on, we're going by. No. No.
1: <laughs> no, I don't want
0: to go there. Josie and the Pussycats, it's in the basket. The writer's bagel basket. Help me.
1: to be a farmer. Here's a couple of acres. Sorry, Jeff. You lose. It was Professor Claus. I said Plum. The men you seek think you are dead, Kimo We're
0: going to pass to the starter the Bernoulli convergenator If he puts the car in fifth gear, he can jumpstart the whole thing. We don't have to be mean. Because, remember, no matter where you go, there you are. Welcome to Writer's Bagel Basket, I am Scott Kurland, and my guest host this week is my favorite, one of my favorite people of all time.
1: Aw, you're just saying that, because I'm your wife.
0: Yes. Yay! I, <laughs> no, you're, you're my favorite co-host. Aw. The one that I want to marry. The one that I did marry. Yes. And that's why I'm making you watch Josie the Pussycats. I was buttering you up. I see. Because this movie, I'm sorry... I'm so sorry, but we end Not Your Average Saturday Morning with Josie and the Pussycats. Little backstory, Josie and the Pussycats came out in the year 2001, and I originally thought that this movie was part of the whole, after September 11th happened, they greenlit a whole bunch of movies that were, you know, dumb, stupid comedies. Freddy Got Fingered was one of them, the prequel to Viva Rock Vegas, The Flintstones, was also one of them. I thought this was one of them as well. It wasn't. Josie and the Pussycats was an Archie's comic that later became a cartoon that was so bad that it only lasted for 13 episodes. And then from there, it got an extra 24 because then they went to space. Ooh. And now we have the Rachel Lee Cook 2001 Josie and the Pussycats. What did you think?
1: You know... I feel like this movie learned the art of subtlety from The Fifth Element. I feel like the directors saw that movie and were like, we need to dial this way the fuck up (laughs) in terms of uh, product placement.
0: Yeah. um... They left
1: no stone unturned. No (sighs) cup unlabeled. No window unetched.
0: The irony is this is a movie about product placement and the joke is supposed to be that there's product placement in every frame of the movie and we get it
1: yeah i mean if you turn this movie into a drinking game you'd be in the ground within six minutes of the movie but the starting. stuff
0: the stuff that they like product place like some of it is not dated but other stuff is super dated like america online
1: Yep, Motorola.
0: Motorola. No, Motorola still making cell phones. I know, silicone. but like, like they're, they're not like not Samsung. As, yeah,
1: they're not as big.
0: They're not iPhone or Samsung, but yeah. um, The the one that got me the most was the Advil one during the fight scene. See,
1: I can appreciate that one that, was funny though. because someone
0: got punched in the face. Yeah,
1: that was that was well well done. So there's a couple jokes in this film that land pretty well.
0: I don't hate this movie we now own this movie uh, because this is how much i love you the listener we buy a good chunk of the movies we rent most of the like really bad ones but the ones that we don't mind watching again
1: and you can support us on patreon
0: god i wish we had a patreon i know if you think that was we should, just
1: me wishful thinking there. if you
0: think we should have a patreon tweet at us or you know tag us on instagram
1: please we're so lonely
0: hashtag yes patreon hashtag no and uh, if you hear an echo in this episode, we're in a new recording space.
1: Yeah, it's called our house. We have a house now. We're adults. We did it. That's why. Um, It's been kind of a little bit, aside from uh, Writer's Bagel Basket, it's been pretty much radio silence on well, the website. No,
0: r- the, this, this one's late because we were moving. The other ones were pre-recorded over a month and a half yeah, ago. Yeah, here's the
1: thing about house hunting. Um, it's so competitive that you literally like when you find a house you like, you literally have to drop everything you are doing. Ever seen Gladiator? Yeah. Yeah. You go out there, you get your, your shield and your uh sword ready and you're like, Okay, let's buy a house. Yeah. But yes, we, we have a house now. We're adults, we have responsibilities, <laughs> we have new bills. Yes. Yeah and, and this
0: room need needs a carpet. Yes. And also maybe there's some upgrades. I told
1: you there's going to be still a little bit of an echo.
0: Uh, maybe, maybe, probably. The final recording space, what the official recording space. I'm decking that out, but I I doubt that the listeners really. We're working care. on it. <laughs> I doubt they care. Uh, so Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah,
1: let's get back to that.
0: Um, this was the big tentpole film for Rachel Lee Cook, who had just made a name for herself with She's All That in 1998, which... Wait, sta- that movie
1: came out before this movie? Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't recognize her without her glasses.
0: Ha, ha, ha. Yes. Um, also, Tara Reid was fresh off of American Pie. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and then we have Rosario Dawson, who does not age one fucking bit. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's weird. Um, This is the one you can swear on. You can swear on this podcast. Okay uh uh-huh.
1: It's just going to be like the King's speech. <laughs> <laughs> Bugger, shit, fuck, and tits. <laughs>
0: but uh, Rosario Dawson. So Tara Reed was in The Big Lebowski and um, American Pie before this. Rachel Which Lee I've Cook, never seen. Rachel Lee Cook was in She's All That and a bunch of other teen movies. The movie that Rosario Dawson did before this one. Clerics. Kids. Kids is a film about a teenage boy who gets AIDS and decides to deflower a bunch of virgin girls, and Rosario Dawson is one of them.
1: And the movie is called Kids? Kids. She's got a thing for movies about AIDS, doesn't she? She
0: really does. Hmm. Well, this one she doesn't. This one is... Uh,
1: or is it?
0: What if this turned into rent so fast? <laughs> like, Like they lose their contract and they end up in Alphabet City? Because the New York in this film is not New York. It's Vancouver, and it's very apparent. Yeah, you can totally it's tell it's Canada. clean. It's it's clean, but also like the shape of it.
1: Mm.
0: Um, and for this film was was as that we reminds
1: said, me of when we went to New York. And what was the first thing I said to you? It's so dirty here. <laughs> no, but I was like the the streets they all smell like pee. Is that normal? <laughs>
0: yeah, and then we went to Albany, New York, and you're like,
1: ah, <laughs> yeah, everything's so beautiful and shiny. So. Speaking in, of shiny.
0: Yeah. So in the film, the one thing that like was kind of offensive is the film opens with a plane crash.
1: Okay. We don't have to get into the whole plot of the movie. No, no, it no. Because so, it's so predictable. It's but also. But I do want to talk about the first five minutes.
0: Yeah. So it opens. In
1: detail. Yeah.
0: So it opens up with like a Backstreet Boys style. I want it that way. Music. Like video. literally
1: they're all standing in pose. But but first it opens with a crowd of children who I'm assuming are auditioning for the proactive commercial they'll all be in one oh, day. Oh yeah. And it was it was a
0: crater face city. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um
0: like Bruce Willis and Ben Affleck were on their faces, drilling yeah. away.
1: <laughs> uh but yeah, they're all getting excited and hyped up and My we don't fi- know what's okay, going on. I
0: love the the um testimonials.
1: What testimonials? Of
0: the girls like, oh, I came all the way from Cleveland and I've been here for days waiting yeah. for du jour. I've and,
1: slept in my own filth.
0: Yeah. And then there's one boy who's like, yeah, I love these guys. Like brothers. Yeah,
1: they're cool or whatever. It's not like, you know, I have dreams about well, them. okay, so so when I was. Beautiful shirtless dreams I w- they running on a beach.
0: I was in middle school when this movie came out. I was like in sixth or seventh grade. Uh-huh. And. If you said if you were a boy and you said you liked like the Backstreet Boys,
1: or NSYNC, curious about that because I Oh,
0: they 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 would say, Oh, you're so gay. I'm like, No, I just like the music I, just, I like. Yeah,
1: I just enjoy music.
0: Like I mean, I was I also, want it
1: that way, guys. <laughs> well,
0: like my my music tastes were weird because it was like in sync.
1: Uh-huh.
0: But I also listened to like Modest Mouse, in the Fugees, in the Roots, like it was a very weird. And then like my dad was getting me into like Ten C C S and Creedence Clearwater Revival. Can and the I tell Beatles. you an embarrassing story? You didn't know that there was anything other than country music.
1: Well, yeah, there's that. Um, see, I was going to lead up to that and kind of, you know, explain it a little bit more, not just, you know, throw people in the deep end of that story where the sharks live. Oh, no,
0: no. They need but to be in with the sharks for this no, one. So Buckle for up. the
1: longest time, have I talked about this before?
0: Uh, yeah, briefly. I think um, in the Nerve episode. Oh, OK. No, no, just go in. Well, anyway, like, Proceed. again,
1: I thought, because it was all that my mom played on the radio, that the only music to exist was country music. So, so when I first... Okay, I
0: have a question about this. I've always had a question about this. So all of the radio stations were the the four radio stations in Massachusetts.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I mean, the four country music stations. Yeah. She had that preset. So so you would hit like one and it'd be like... Yeah, probably. 10.25, and yeah. then you would hit another and be 99.5. Yeah. And so... Yeah, you,
1: especially y- 99.5. Okay,
0: so you were living in like a Twilight Zone nightmare? Yes. Was Rod Serling like...
1: Where it was all <laughs> beer and trucks and overalls?
0: Oh, This sounds like a Twilight Zone episode. I just picture Rod Serling in the back. Like you're hitting the channels and you're like, country, country. <laughs> this is Haley. All she knows is country music but she's going to hit channel now 6. I, can, I
1: feel like I understand what it's like the like for the Amish to like go through Rumspringa because like it's all I knew. And then when I heard The Backstreet Boys for the first time, I had a mental breakdown. I literally distinctly remember myself sitting in a you, tent you said it was in the a Spice backyard. Girls. Well, one of, you know, one of those popular like girl or boy bands and I just burst into tears. My brain could not process it. I was—I literally remember holding my knees and just rocking back and forth. That's so
0: weird. That's so weird. So
1: weird and so sad. Like the rock I grew under was dark and deep.
0: Like (laughs) my mom, my mom's music was like, you know, kind of Paul McCartney and like, kind of you know, poppy. Aside
1: from the songs, let me clarify this. Aside from the songs that were on, like, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood or Barney or Sesame Street, those were the only songs I heard. Wow. But anyway, back to Josie and the Pussycats.
0: So, okay, the reason why I bring up favorite bands is because... One Letters of, to Cleo. One Yes, one of my favorite bands of all time is Letters to Cleo, and my fr- I talked about Jenny Lewis being a crush of mine.
1: Who by the way needs to adjust their merchandising uh section of their website because I tried ordering you a shirt one time and I never got it. And I had to go through a whole lot of phone calls <laughs> to figure out where it was.
0: But Kay Hanley, lead singer of Letters to Cleo, mm-hmm. she um all all the, the boys growing up loved Gwen Stefani, no doubt. And I was like, Did they? Oh yeah. They they had a huge crush on Gwen Stefani. Because when when I was you know a kid, the big album was *Tragic Kingdom*, but I was listening to *Letters to Cleo*, uh, *Aurora Gorialis, and I had the biggest crush on Kay Hanley to the point where I was like, "Mom, call Kay Hanley and see if she can babysit for me." Because as we established on this podcast, when I had a crush on someone, I didn't—they want- had to babysit you. I wanted them to babysit me. Nothing. Nothing weird. Nothing weird. You
1: just wanted to be in close proximity, right? Right, (laughs) because I always had a crush. I
0: always had a crush on my babysitter, and I thought, like, you know, that was natural. Kay Hanley, who is the singing voice of Josie and the Pussycats, you know, she literally
1: all of them, all three of them. Yeah,
0: she. Yeah, they they just layered her voice, and this this is my problem with the movie. Yeah, Lee Cook was huge at this time, but you could. I would have preferred them to get like Kay Hanley. She's a she's a decent actress. Like she's in Ten Things I Hate About You, playing herself, but she can act. Just dye her hair red. I'm sure she would have gone for it. Make her Josie. She looks more like Josie than, than But this
1: is Hollywood Scott. Yeah, I
0: understand, but I I just hate when they do that.
1: Those Pepsis aren't gonna sell themselves. It was
0: Coke. It was it was Coke in this movie. Cause Universal owns Coke.
1: Oh, whatever.
0: Yeah, Universal because of Spielberg. Universal owns Coke,
1: Coke, it, Gatorade. It is dr- the other Coke. It is. It's all in there.
0: It is DreamWorks that owns Pepsi, and mm-hmm. Paramount owns Pepsi. Like so, Dijor. getting back to Dijor, we're gonna go oh, back yeah. to Letters to Cleo in a well, bit.
1: Yeah, and like I said, we need to talk about the first five minutes of the movie.
0: So they they come up in a limo where their bodyguards yeah, are, are Dijor, which is actually a pretty good name for a boy band. That's not. Uh, well, when you have like in sync, ninety-eight degrees boys See, I just think of men. like
1: mustard.
0: That's Dijon.
1: I know, but that's immediately. Dijon means
0: of the day.
1: Yeah, but my mind immediately goes to Dijon but, mustard. But the whole, and I joke, don't know why. the whole
0: joke is their name is Jour, so they're the they're the band of the day, like like yeah, they're I, temporary. I yeah. Like, so.
1: Oh, they have no idea how temporary they are. Oh.
0: And they come out singing. What's the song?
1: I don't know. Was that common in the day? Like, oh yeah, at a meetup, like you just start singing. Uh uh oh. Like in an airport. Okay, it'd be even more hilarious if they started like singing, and there was like a plane that was like turning on its engines. (laughs) I wanted that
0: way. Um, I don't know if that was.
1: Oh no, that's not the song they sing. What is the song, Lacey? I was Scott. asking
0: you what the song was. What's it called? Because I know you wanted to say it. Did you forget it?
1: I forgot the title. I remember. Backdoor Lover. Thank you. I'm your back. i wanna
0: be your backdoor lover
1: it writes itself it truly does
0: yeah like i think one of the lines is coming in the back door no one's watching or something Uh,
1: like. i can't even imagine these guys must have well, like who every, are the guys every time they went back into their trailers they must have just like died laughing
0: well who are
1: I don't know all their names.
0: Seth Green.
1: Well, yeah. And there's Donald him. Faison. Okay.
0: Breck and Meyer from him Clueless. Too. And then.
1: And the other guy. The
0: fourth one is Dean Martin's grandson. Dean Martin from The Rat Pack. That's Literally, right. Clearly,
1: that's how he's credited. Dean Martin's grandson. He
0: should have been. Like, he, the only reason why he's in this movie is because the two people who directed this movie directed Can't Hardly Wait. Mm hmm. And that also had Donald Faison, Seth Green and uh, Brecken Meyer <laughs> and yep. him. Um, but in that movie, he plays as a foreign exchange student, and his only lines of dialogue is Any words of encouragement?":
1: Would you like to touch my penis?" Huh? I am a
0: sex machine. Sex machine. But he he plays the foreign exchange student in that one, and this one he plays the sensitive one. So Seth Green is the boy. Yeah,
1: well, because you have to have. the Well, they should have had
0: five. Like I would have loved for Ethan Embry.
1: I love how back in the old days, like every member had to be their own individual thing. that like you, had, okay. you know, they can't contain multitudes. They have to be one thing. Yeah, you can't be the smart one and the sassy one. Yeah. You can't be the sporty one and the scary one. Do you see where I'm going with this? Well, uh, you can't be the baby one and be like the okay, nuclear so, physicist. So
0: so in in boy bands it was different than than the Spice Girls. So Seth Green is the youthful one. He's the 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 baby, Justin Timberlake. Or I was going to go with Nick Carter. Um, oh yeah, him too. Uh Donald Faison is the big brother. Mm-hmm. He's he's the, you know, Good-looking, you know, boy next door. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dean Martin's grandson. Bad boy? Uh, no, he's the sensitive one. Okay. It's Breckenmeyer. See, and Meyer. they're all just
1: kind of, like, swirling together for me in- like, a, Meyer. In a flurry of frosted tips.
0: Breckenmeyer is the bad boy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> because he's the bad boy. You find out he's the bad boy because he steals other people's looks.
1: Mm-hmm yeah too much time is dedicated to these like guys bickering that could have been allocated elsewhere in this film. Well, I don't know where they would have used it, but <sighs> yeah, um,
0: well, that's when we meet Wyatt, who is their manager
1: ah, uh, Wyatt
0: play okay, so he's my favorite character. This is Alan Cumming,
1: yeah, he does a really good job, yeah,
0: he is funny as hell, and <laughs> I love how... I mean,
1: he's your typical manager character. Yeah, like, like
0: he, he's like the Jeremy Piven from Entourage. He's like the... the Yeah. He, you're my number one client, like that type of guy.
1: Yeah. I'm here for you, baby, for you.
0: <laughs> and, like, he's breaking up the fights, and then he, he finds out that they, they caught on that there's subliminal messaging in their records, and what does he decide to do?
1: Very calmly, very quietly, just goes into the cockpit tells the uh the pilot that Who they're is going the to make a movie. swift exit out of uh out of the door to the plane. <laughs> yeah,
0: they have they have And parachutes. then
1: they uh yeah, they kill him.
0: Yeah, and then then it cuts into the... So
1: so like it was so quick and efficient. I almost missed it. Like I was like, "Wait, what's going on?" I was Like, like are they
0: I was like are they... he's, he's killing them.
1: <laughs> yeah. But like I couldn't I was like, "Wait, but he's oh
0: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i wasn't quite expecting that turn
0: um and then it then it goes into the theme song of the movie called three small War- words
1: i'm a punk rock punk,
0: letters to cleo he, th-
1: Wyatt kills people more effortlessly and easily but than he like- doesn't
0: he doesn't because that that girl that they end up taking later yeah she ends up in that think tank that subliminal message thing well, oh
1: i didn't see her
0: yeah they they end up showing her he calls her. so smell- she's just dead inside he calls her smells like teen spirit but the theme song of the movie is is what starts the the actual introduction of josie and the pussycats they make it look like it's a music video and then you find out that they're playing in a bowling alley. And I thought that that was clever.
1: No, I mean, I've seen that in, you know, movies like this before. So it didn't, yeah, didn't really strike me yeah, as funny. Yeah,
0: but they're so poor that they can't afford individual- Bowling ra- shoes? I was going to say individual ramen packets.
1: Mm. What? Oh, yeah, you know you're really bad off when you have to share a ramen packet.
0: <laughs> there's three of them. You you got so sick of- um, Tara reads so fast because,
1: listen, I get it. Back then, the dumb blonde was like, you know, everyone's favorite flavor ice cream. Well,
0: she also she's incredibly like naked throughout the movie. Like, like.
1: Well, that that's part of the package. Like, You've like, got like the Marilyn Monroe esque sort of character. Yeah,
0: like I mean, it's PG thirteen. She even she- had
1: like the breathy voice to her, like, oh, what do you mean? Puppies turn into dogs someday.
0: It's more deeper than that because she smokes a ton. What do you mean? (laughs) Yeah. But, um...
1: Oh, and yeah, in the beginning where she's holding that sign that says honk if you love pussy and then, yeah.
0: Dot, dot, dot. And then she moves it and it says cats.
1: Well done, movie. Yeah, like... Well done.
0: Like, like... Well, bef- when the movie came on and said rated PG thirteen yeah, for that's language get the light and sensuality. Mild, mild, mild. Oh, sens- I'm
1: sorry, mild sensuality.
0: Yeah, and like, like they keep making jokes like that. Like they they do anything to to mess up saying pussy cats because mm-hmm. um, what's his name? Alan Cummings keeps you know saying like gets rid of the cats and says either hats or pants. Or, that one was the dirtiest one. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Like. Like. He. He. He's, it just. He's it, so funny, but he's also so dirty. Like. Like. He has.
1: Yeah, I gotta admit, he does push the envelope. Well, in this it, movie, what's
0: his last name? Coming. Guess what his hair care line is called.
1: C- coming hair come. I don't no, know. Coming. Coming soon to video.
0: Coming, in your hair.
1: I have to do something. <laughs> yeah. Bye now. <laughs> Bye.
0: Get back here! No, so like, like they had Our to.
1: Check s- is in the mail, right?
0: <laughs> You're married to me. Sit down. <laughs> um. No, like, like they had to shill it. Like they they were selling it when the movie came out. And and he was selling it on the Rosie O'Donnell show, like they had him and the girls on the show, and selling like, his
1: hair product.
0: Yeah, like like because Rosie would give out free stuff, and she's like, yeah, and his uh, hair care line called. <laughs> and if you never look- <laughs> mind, like <laughs> yeah. she wouldn't say what it was on the oh. air. Oh, but
1: Oprah did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but
1: everyone, look under your chairs.
0: <laughs> like I don't think it exists anymore, but. But, like, he even talked oh, about... Oh,
1: that's disappointing. Because I was going to take a trip to Target.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nah, they wouldn't sell it there. Um, yeah.
1: He... he. Oh, I'm sorry. There was so much Target advertising in this film. I thought was... There was that so was... much...
0: There was so... Even Evian had a huge targeting Oh, thing.
1: yeah. Oh, in an aquarium. Because nothing says, like, ocean conservation, like bottled water.
0: Yeah, um... the SeaWorld scene. yeah, I was
1: about to say, "Where are we? SeaWorld?"
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that that's his soap line. Yep. Yep.
1: I I like that. I can appreciate that. <laughs> Again, subtlety. Subtlety of a flying brick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's funny. Like if you read any if you read his Instagram, um
1: Oh no, he's very funny. Wasn't he? Um
0: He's been in everything. Yeah,
1: including Burlesque, right?
0: Um, I thought he was in that one. Briefly.
1: Stanley yeah. Tucci is. No, I know, but he plays one of the uh, dancers, I think. Um. Yeah, I... We're going to take a short momentary break No, while no. we go watch Burlesque. <laughs> no. And then we'll review that movie instead of this. No, I'm just uh,
0: kidding. No, um, never. But teaser for Spring... I'm doing Spring Fling? Fl- Spring Flowers. And and basically it's movies that came out in April and he was in Romeo Michelle's. Are you high really
1: s- gonna call it Spring Flowers? Oh, no, probably. Okay, not. good. Probably
0: like <laughs> the Spring has rung or something stupid. Something I can photoshop. Anyways, we're doing Romeo Michelle's high school reunion okay and he is in it and he yes i remember him he is fantastic in it
1: yes i did enjoy him at the end
0: and when well, he's in throughout the whole movie
1: yeah but it's not until the end that he truly shines when he they blossoms. do uh when they do time after time yes
0: like that's the main reason why i could talk i could talk hours on that scene alone um but he's great in everything like he saves everything he's in, and I feel like he saved this movie.
1: Yeah, him I, and I Parker would agree. Posey. I, you know, just the one one-liners like, "Oh yeah, we in you know the music business love it when people tell us exactly what they think."
0: <laughs> I al- I also love. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, and uh, oh, um,
0: when when Missy Pyle, the annoying sister of the their other manager, the rich kid, goes care for a snog, and he goes care for a mint. Yeah, <laughs> like. He is the best. Him and, him and Parker Posey.
1: I feel like we shouldn't be saying these lines. They should just be inserted.
0: <laughs> if I can find them. Yeah. Well. It was so hard to find. Well, like, s- sing- like the stuff that I can include are the music numbers. I like, know. Like that, that's easy yeah. to do.
1: Well, seeing as you probably won't be able to find this one. I love where he tells Josie when her um, high school frenemies show up at the door.
0: Yeah. And who, who one of them is supposed to be Cheryl Blossom. Hmm. And it made me upset because Cheryl Blossom is is Madeline Pache. Yes, and
1: she is flawless. She as. is flawless.
0: <laughs> where where this one is is not so much. Um, but what's um, the line?
1: Oh yeah, he's like, oh, y- you know, um. Isn't you, it great to have your bully come groveling to you? Like most people don't get to do that until their high school reunion. Ten-year reunion. Yeah, ten-year reunion.
0: So not only is he, you know, making a dig about reality, but he's also paying tribute to a movie that he's done for Universal.
1: Didn't your high school reunion pass by? I didn't go. Yeah, I don't plan on going to mine either.
0: Like like the only person who I would go for, mm-hmm. he's been on the podcast, My my best friend, Mike. Childhood best friend. Oh, Mike. But I was like, are you going to go? He's like, hell no. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, you you go to be with the people that you hung out with in school. Yeah. And no, I would, I, no, never.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because you're afraid that there's a dumpster somewhere behind the building?
0: <laughs> no, nah, my biggest fear is that I'll get there and be like, hi, everyone, get them. And then they just start punching me in the crotch. Why am I letting this happen? <laughs> I'm like. Ah, times never change. Oh, man, they took my lunch money, too.
1: Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's everyone's secret fear. Uh,
0: But, okay, so... It could
1: be worse. You could, you know, come out of the bathroom and there'd be a line of girls, you know, pretending to vomit because they believe you have bulimia, but you don't. (laughs) What?
0: Oh, my God. That happened to you?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Jeez. Kids yeah. are cruel.
1: Like you know, I'd come out there and they'd all be lined up, ready to go, because <laughs> apparently they thought I had an eating disorder.
0: <laughs> it's not your fault. You're skinny. Uh, Alex- or is
1: it? <laughs> just, just
0: taking digs at like, like, like.
1: Well, it's well, it's well, revealed that, later, like, let's just spoil it now. Him it's,
0: and Parker Posey were the losers in school.
1: Right, and their answer to that is to, you know, control everything that's popular and, you know, be the voice behind the scenes. Well,
0: she she's clearly stuck in a state of suspended adolescence.
1: Right, because they think, and this, get, get this, they think teenagers have disposable income.
0: Well, no, he has that line. He's like, well, they're spending all their money. Uh, they, they have jobs where they're babysitting and mowing lawns. Yeah. And, and basically it, stuff that like yeah, from like the 1950s. Yeah, like they rolls of
1: cash from it. Like that, literally, that's the line. Like, like, it, like it's of- good fellas. <laughs> yeah. Here you go, kid. Thanks, mister.
0: <laughs> now whack this guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah, you just pull the trigger and you make him disappear. Oh, here's the new Josie and the Pussycats album. <laughs> but okay so the clever thing that they did is and you like this joke as well mm-hmm. he, after he got rid of DeJour, parker posey's like you need to find a new band and he's like where am i gonna find a new band and they're crossing the street with their instruments and he almost hits them with his car and he takes like he holds
1: up a blank cd case and like and then behind them like appears like a sign that's like number one band and it's it's perfect i i enjoyed that I enjoyed that comedy. That was ahead of its time.
0: Okay, the things that I enjoyed in this movie, there are certain, there are some one-liners and some jokes. Um, Parker Posey, Alan Cumming, and Rosario Dawson. After a while, Terry got so annoying. It's like how, how I wish at like <sighs> one point she said like something really smart. Or did something really smart? Well, but-
1: I feel like that's a trope too, because like there's always the like the dumb blonde who the, like finally she gets her moment and she says something super smart, like she pulls a Karen.
0: Well, we okay. Speaking
1: we- of which, it's October third. Are you wearing pink?
0: No, but you did today. I did. And now you're dating this, huh? You time stamped it by saying October third.
1: Well. You know what? Too late. Yeah, it's too late.
0: <laughs> it's already out there. It's just can't like take this it back. movie.
1: It's already out there. I can't take it back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we own this now.
1: <laughs> Yay. No,
0: th- this is a guilty pleasure movie. See it, my
1: face? See how excited I am?
0: This movie is not terrible. No, it's not Richard terrible. Roper gave this film it's, thumbs up.
1: It's literally like a perfect time capsule of, of like- a- the millennium everything is like 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 if stranger things
0: if stranger things is the perfect time capsule of the 80s this is a perfect time capsule of 2000 like the early aughts
1: yeah i remember like wearing that like super glittery like you know those outfits and wanting from babies yeah well what
0: the that's one of the stories there was uh delia's bb's deb's claire's like uh limited well
1: yeah claire's was like justice the big thing. forever 21. oh my god this movie is claire's the movie well it it's in t- terms of like the outfits it's
0: technically bb is the movie because bb's is the one that that supplied i it. never
1: went to bb's that well was it's in the film it's it's
0: <laughs> that that and steve madden which yeah. i had steve madden shoes like throughout high school and college i would only wear steve madden shoes why <laughs> they're incredibly comfortable Okay. This episode of Rutgers Bagel Basket is brought to you by Steve Madden. Use the. Never mind.
1: <laughs> Sorry, that was this wishful thinking there for a moment.
0: I don't even think like he's. Oh you... no!
1: Oh no! They're they're.
0: They're gone, right? Steve Madden. Yeah. No. Oh, okay.
1: Oh my God, no!
0: Well, I didn't know if after Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs>
1: it's like Kate Spade. It doesn't doesn't disappear overnight.
0: <laughs> R.I.P. Kate Spade. Yeah. Rest in peace. But, <laughs> but in the film. Rachel Lee Cook, is it just me or is she kind of like sleepwalking through the role? She's kind of like saying her lines and she's like, oh, that's great. Are we still rolling? Are we? Yes. Yes, we're still rolling. Oh, should I? Yeah,
1: no, go over there. Oh, okay. Yeah, go over there in the McDonald's room. Right
0: next (laughs) to the McDonald's. (laughs) Okay, so, so, so Melody and Valerie, Roro, Roro Dawson and, uh. Tara Reid get like Target and McDonald's rooms.
1: Yeah, Roro gets the Target room. Do you
0: remember the room that Rachel E. Cook gets? It's the worst room of them all.
1: What? The, the McDonald's room?
0: No, that's Tara Reid. She oh,
1: had... uh, Revlon?
0: No. Oh, she no, has the American, the she has the America Online room.
1: Oh. So
0: she has like an America Online phone, instant messenger, like like logos all over. I
1: never got to use AOL. What? Never. You
0: never had instant messenger? Nope. Oh man, you didn't know the joy of, uh, honestly, Three Small Words, the song in this movie, I actually, for an away message, because if people tried to contact you and you weren't there, an away message would come up, I would use the lyrics to this song.
1: Wait, what song?
0: The the Three Small Words. Three small words, came way too late. You know the, I'm a punk rock pumpkin. Is it Prom Queen or Palm King?
1: That's that's what you used as your away message?
0: Uh anything letters to Cleo. Like a, any day of the week, like um I, here and now, the course of Here and Now I would do. Oh. Okay. Um so oh, just
1: song lyrics in general. No, no, I would, would also do, do
0: stand up bits too. Like like I, I used Zach Eliphonakis's like It is my yeah. dr- it is my dream to one day have a three male uh, folk trio called the, the Dixie the Chixie Dicks. <laughs>
1: Okay, so you'd give people a little chuckle. But, you know, I thought the point of an away message is just to be like, yeah, I'm I'm not here.
0: <laughs> no, no. Okay. AOL, and, honestly, I would have loved for her to... Again,
1: like, I don't know how AOL worked.
0: I would... Okay, so it was the internet. And no,
1: it, I understand it was the internet.
0: <laughs> and and it came with, like, you know how you have Facebook Messenger?
1: Yeah, no, I know what instant messenger is. Well, I'm just saying I never used no, AOL. That, that's where or my space.
0: No, that's what Oh, lucky you. I know. No, but AOL was sold to Facebook and they no, just yeah. they just took instant messenger and they put it there. No,
1: I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just
0: saying. They just got No, rid- I'm
1: saying I never used it in its original format.
0: Well, this this movie is a time capsule for its original format. Right, exactly. Inside a hotel room. Yeah. Like her hotel room is cuz I was wondering, I was like, is that the AOL messenger guy like, like said, on her floor? Subtlety, Scott.
1: Subtlety. This movie has mastered. It is the ninja of well, product placement. Well,
0: what was weird is, is well, I mean, well, that's the whole point. They're trying to beat over your head that product placement is bad by using a ton of product placement. But they probably got so much money. Like, they probably didn't use any of the money from the studio <laughs> because they were probably getting so much from yeah. Mac- McDonald's and Gatorade and John Frieda.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I you, if-
0: you talk now while I try and compile everything that they did.
1: Speaking of John Frieda, I thought it was you know they they always have that scene where like the girls are getting the makeover, but they're playing with each other and they're having fun. I just want like one of those stylists to like you know grab the girl by the hair and like sit still, or I swear to God I will shove this curling iron somewhere unpleasant if you don't sit still.
0: You mean while they're doing the the music video, yes. like Letters to Cleo yes. because you're like. We've only heard one song from Josie and the Pussycats, and I was like, "Well, every other song that played was a Josie and the Pussycats song." Well, technically, it was a Letters to Cleo like, song.
1: Literally, everything about this movie is super predictable in terms of like the format that you have for the typical like band movie, like, "Oh, you know, we're in over our heads. One of us becomes a bitch, and then like." Well, you, you thought
0: know- that okay, so you were happy when they didn't do that trope at first. Well,
1: they. No, because like they, you know, Josie was clearly, you know, very lackadaisical about fame and you know, sharing it with you know her friends. It's
0: it's funny because this Josie.
1: But of course, like in, in the beginning, when they're like, "Oh, what 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 was it?" They said that like literally, I was melding the words as
0: friends first.
1: Yeah, friends first, band second. Yeah.
0: Like like you knew that was coming.
1: Yeah. Fast forward. <laughs> Um but but well that's in every bad movie. But then
0: movie. when she gets brainwashed? Well that's that that she well what I was saying to you is she becomes Josie from the Riverdale TV series. Yeah. She literally are be you
1: staring at my ears, Scott. Please staring at my ears cuz that's rude.
0: Justin Gingerleg.
1: <laughs> Why are you still staring at my ears?
0: Well, you have a do rag on your hair.
1: Yeah, cuz I just took a shower. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But, like, like mean Josie is, is more like, I'm like, oh, so this is what Rachel Lee Cook was probably, you know, like, offset. My apologies to Rachel Lee Cook. I bet you're a lovely person. Everyone has nothing but nice things to say about you. <laughs> no, no, but, like, how quick she, like, turned. Was
1: that just you pulling a coming?
0: <laughs> an Alan coming? Yeah, an Alan coming. <laughs> when, when he's being mean to, uh, Rosario Dawson is like, yeah. no, you can come too. I'm sure you're fine.
1: Yeah, when he drives away in the limo. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're still here.
0: Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. <laughs> he he was very stewy. I only
1: forgot about you for like five minutes.
0: <laughs> like the jokes that they do for the subliminal messaging. Um, what is it? It's pink is the new red. Orange is the new pink. Blue is the new orange.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, 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 it starts out pink, then it's orange, then it's blue.
0: I didn't know that you could sell colors.
1: Oh, Scott! Oh no,
0: no, like like. Welcome
1: I d- to the wonderful world no, of women.
0: No, I mean like I didn't know you could man manufacture like clothing so fast.
1: Oh, Scott!
0: <laughs> Those poor sweatshops. <laughs> Those poor Allen Cumming based sweatshops. <laughs>
1: Uh,
0: we we haven't even talked about the wonderful parker posey well but first okay seeing
1: as we're on the topic of outfits what's your favorite outfit of the movie
0: um oh i it's not even one of the girls outfits it has to be so paulo costanzo i was gonna say
1: i would hope not considering they're just like strips of cloth
0: (laughs) yeah um yeah it's very blatant how like
1: do girls used to dress like that in your high school, or would they get in trouble?
0: If they showed up without bras on, they got sent. No,
1: home. not I'm not talking about <laughs> bras. I'm talking like the backless shirts, like very they got strappy. Sent home. Oh, okay.
0: Like like they would wear, it, but they would have to wear a cardigan over it. So
1: it's gonna be it's like you know, considering you know again how much of a bubble I lived in, I was like, well, am I the only one wearing a turtleneck around here?
0: Well, Tara Reid went on TRL. Who? TRL, Total Request Live, is in this movie. Again,
1: an- another thing I never heard of. I know, the Plum. Or Behind mind. the Music.
0: <laughs> behind the Music was one of my favorites. The Fleetwood Mac one was is still the best. Because it was like, yeah, we were all banging each other during rumors. And, you know, we all got jealous and hated each other. So what?
1: But our music's good. Yeah,
0: that's basically what <laughs> they were like. But... T- Tara Reid, when she was promoting the movie she was like yeah the great thing about this movie is they told me that I didn't have to wear a bra and I was like okay and I was like you're saying this on TV
1: remember Scott there's no underwear in space
0: <laughs> well, Like
1: that's a line from Carrie Fisher
0: <laughs> so my favorite outfit had to be so Paulo Costanzo who played Joey's nephew on the spinoff of Friends on Joey he's also on Royal Pain. also
1: who told her that
0: who told her what?
1: That she, that she didn't have to wear a bra.
0: She's crazy. She probably made it up.
1: Oh, okay. I, I like was like say, ter- did his name start with the Harvey and the Weinstein.
0: <laughs> no, no, this wasn't a Miramax film. This was a Universal film, uh, so it okay. probably would have been like, uh. L- at let's, this time you know
1: what let's not even go there i'm sorry i brought it up because like the fact that we can just name people off the top of our heads
0: yeah it's pretty makes bad. me
1: very very sad
0: yeah we are we are living in a horrible horrible nightmare
1: so anyway
0: <laughs> so my favorite outfit is probably paulo costanzo who plays their manager alex cabot the third
1: yes which one
0: it when he's basically dressed like a, a cross between Mick Jagger and Steven Tyler when he has leather pants and the the yeah. the, the the tiger plaid shirt. I can't
1: ti- I can't even imagine like getting into leather pants. I, there were so many leather pants in this movie. Okay,
0: he talked about it. Yeah, he, he's talked about it before. They had to lube him up. Oh
1: yeah, I I would like, imagine. He, he
0: said they had to spend like twenty minutes just.
1: With Get. with an Alan Cumming based product, I would assume.
0: <laughs> like K Y jelly, they said that he, he used, but but that that had to be hell because. Oh yeah. Because have you ever seen interviews with Mick Jagger talking about like all the leather pants he was like, He's like, you know, they had to see a tasteful glimpse of Mick. Children. Oh yeah. How. <laughs> I don't know, but but Alan, but uh, Mick Jagger is like yeah. You know, I would always have, like, someone put some KY jelly on me. And the thing is, you can't wear any underpants underneath them. So, you know. Of course not. I was was like, well, duh, Mick. So, so, (laughs) Paulo Costanzo doing his whole Mick Jagger thing. That outfit was probably my favorite. Mm. I know yours.
1: Oh, yeah. Definitely Parker Posey with the, the feather collar. Can we
0: finally talk about Parker Posey?
1: She's yeah she is my favorite character she's
0: fantastic in this i love
1: when she it, it's exactly the scene where she's wearing that outfit where she turns around and she's like oh that was close and everybody's like wait what we no we heard you like totally calling out the trope that like you know every time the villain does like a little aside to themselves like nobody can hear it but everyone can
0: 20 bucks 20 bucks that was probably improvised it probably was because she is she is an improv all-star she is in all of the christopher guest oh really like that movie that I told you that you would love, Best in Show.
1: Okay.
0: The movie about the the dog show.
1: Okay.
0: She's in it. It's all improvised. They just tell. They just have an outline of what happens. Oh yeah, it's in a documentary, right? Yeah. Yeah. That and they make good. up all of their. She she has been in Waiting for Guffman, Best in Show, A Mighty Wind, Mascots. She, I
1: don't know though because like.
0: No, that that was that that it
1: seemed so.
0: They probably told the guy to 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 call her out on it. Oh, They're like, okay. And they probably, they're like, we have Parker Posey here. And her and and Alan Cumming probably, like, rift. Like, that laugh, when they do the maniac laugh, that was probably improvised, too. Like, she is a master at improv. And she is so good.
1: Yeah. Especially when she's coming down the stairs, you (sighs) know, exactly like I do in the morning. I've got two dancers on either side of me lifting me up as I sachet my way down.
0: But Parker Posey her and her and Alan Cummings save this movie like
1: yeah and like they're clearly playing caricatures and they just embrace it
0: and this is this was probably like Rosario Dawson's like second or third movie and she's fine in it mm-hmm. but when when the movie's called Josie and the Pussycats and like the classic characters from the cartoon are the worst things about it like like uh oh Al- yeah
1: another one of my favorite line why are you here well I was in the comic what? <laughs> I, I still don't understand why you're here. I'm here because I was in the comic book. What? Nothing.
0: Well, it's, Missy Missy Pyle was great too. It
1: it's like pre Deadpool. Like yeah. that breaking the fourth wall.
0: Well, that was Missy Pyle from Charlie and Chocolate Factory. No, I know. Um, yeah.
1: She, <laughs>
0: she, I
1: recognized her.
0: Uh she she was in uh Dodgeball. Yeah. She she's great in everything and,
1: Lady and
0: <laughs> <Rose>. <laughs> yeah that's it and then then there's like she has chemistry cumming has chemistry um cummings i should say Ellen cummings um and parker Posey has chemistry with like anyone they talk to in the movie and then like rachel lee cook is like you know she's a teen movie actress yeah
1: there were so many people though I did not recognize. Like you were telling me, like you know, you recognize like the host of the MTV.
0: Oh, Carson you know? Daly. <laughs> yeah. I was well, like, he's Who? the host. Okay, so he's still relevant now because he. Yeah. He he has a late night show. He's on the Voice. He hosts the Voice. He's the Ryan Seacrest of the Voice. Okay. But he also has a talk show after Seth Meyers' talk show. Okay. So he has. Well,
1: the names still sound like. Like, Yet still, his I still TV show is it. called
0: Last Call with Carson Daly.
1: Right. Yeah. I I still I I knew the name, but I had no idea he was associated with MTV.
0: And know how Ryan Seacrest hosts um, Top Forty on the radio, and he yeah. has his own radio show. Yep. He has something like that on Sirius, so he okay. gets paid actual big bucks <laughs> to ah. be on Sirius Satellite Radio. So Carson Daly is is still doing a tad bit better than Ryan C. is because he has a late night show and he also has the voice. And he is.
1: And one day they will fight each other to the death because tru- there can only be one. I
0: truly believe they will. Like if there was a real life celebrity death match, the first two two people would Where be...
1: Where would it take place?
0: In the octagon, of course. <laughs> like,
1: like, like... Oh, I thought you were going to say the stage of the voice.
0: They would be turning around on the chairs with sabers. Yeah. Um... But the scene with Carson Daly is so weird because Ari Spears is the other Carson Daly, the one who was like, look at my fingernails. He's um, from Mad TV.
1: Oh, yeah, and then, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, and then he starts doing impressions, which he does Eddie Murphy, which his Eddie Murphy's pretty good. His Chris Rock's terrible. I'm surprised they didn't have him do his Denzel Washington because his Denzel is pretty good.
1: Oh, no. But they had to do oh, Bill Cosby. <laughs> Which, he... granted, none of us knew. Yeah. We had no idea.
0: No. Yeah. That impression <laughs> is the impression that It you... just
1: dates. It's just something that dates the film. Right. Like everything else. Everything. This,
0: this movie is a horrible time capsule in a shiny glossy coating. This movie was actually included in one of Roger Ebert's books. Mm.
1: It's this movie? Guess,
0: guess which book. I'll give you two. The Best Films of All Time or Your Movie Sucks. Wait, what? Roger Ebert had different types of books uh-huh. where he showcased yeah, the best and the worst. Right. One of them was his favorite films of all time. The other one was called Your Movie Sucks.
1: Oh, Get- this, this is Your Movie Sucks, right? Yes. Yeah, of course. This, you know what this movie is? It's lip gloss. It looks great from a distance, but up close, it's like clumpy and it like gets caught in the corners of your mouth and it looks like glittery and beautiful from afar, but up close, it's just like, ooh. And then it's stuck <laughs> on
0: you for days because yeah. you can't stop And it doesn't about like,
1: like it has a slight flavor, but then like once it gets on your tongue, you're like, oh God.
0: <laughs> I need to talk about not James Spader. So in, in the cartoon and comics, they had...
1: No, James Spader was in this movie.
0: It wasn't James Spader.
1: No, we saw him. He was there.
0: That was Gabriel Mann.
1: As James Spader.
0: Not James Spader is what I called Alan M. No, no, it was M.
1: James Spader as Gabriel Mann.
0: <laughs> Alan M., the Cabot twins, Josie, Valerie, and Melody are all in the cartoon and the comics.
1: Okay.
0: Alan M. is... It, was and,
1: and he was had a huge, you know, crush on. Uh, well, he Josie, would, right.
0: So he looked like and was voiced by the same guy who played Freddy from Scooby Doo. Like, okay, the cast of Scooby Doo did the voices of Josie and the Pussycats. So Casey Kasem, who did. Casey Kasem, who was Shaggy, was also Alex Cabot the third. Alan M was
1: like, I love your ears, man.
0: He was more of a beatnik. But he was like, hey man,
1: don't do that dude. Like one more time?
0: Nope. Yeah.
1: Um worth a shot.
0: And and Velma was, of course, Alexandria Cabot. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but No,
1: she played Melody.
0: <laughs> but how do they go from this big, like, almost like Chris Hemsworth looking cartoon character for Alan M to this skinny. Skinny James Spader looking guy, like he looked like James Spader to a T. I'm gonna post a photo both on the Instagram and Twitter of Writer's Bagel Basket. Follow us on Twitter and follow us on the uh, Instagram. Of and I'll put in the hashtag. Don't be shy. <laughs> hashtag Spader yes. Hashtag Spader no. <laughs> Cause he looked. He even sounded like James Spader. He's like. But my favorite thing that he did is when he started singing, when his car broke down, he was like, Josie, can you fix my car? Because apparently Josie can fix cars now.
1: I guess, yeah. She's from the south side. They're tougher She's a over serpent. there. She's a yeah. south
0: side serpent. Is that what you're trying to get at?
1: I would think. <laughs> so, it didn't look like the fancy side of Riverdale that she lived d- well, on. Did
0: you notice his little Bob Dylan song? Josie, it's did I break? my
1: car.
0: Well, that- I busted
1: the alternator.
0: Do you remember the lines? He was just rhyming carburetor. Uh, uh, did I break the carburetor? Is it messed up the alternator? My favorite movie is Terminator. <laughs> like, But he's doing like a really bad Take Bob Dylan. Take a Del- look
1: at the drive shaft. No, not that shaft. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, like, Like everything he does could have been like because he's handsome. Like he brings her pizza because he's ham- handsome he reserves a table for her at his terrible concert because he's handsome <laughs> he goes to her big concert which you probably snuck in really
1: because i thought she was settling <laughs> <laughs> doesn't that's the impression i got in the beginning like i thought she was gonna like he, hook up with like archie
0: mo- jughead was gonna show up reggie
1: no no like but i thought like like one of like you know that the they George? were gonna set her up like they were gonna brad Pitt her like they were gonna try to set her up with like a more attractive oh you thought guy.
0: that they were gonna do like a win a day with tad hamilton
1: yeah something like that
0: is it bad that i actually like that movie
1: i don't know what that movie is Win
0: a day with tad hamilton
1: I don't know what that is. Never seen it.
0: I'll show you the trailer after. It will blow your mind.
1: <laughs> but. I
0: mean, coming for February.
1: <laughs> but. Um, um,
0: You thought that they were going to be like, here, this is like Chris Hemsworth.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What,
0: yeah. Choose from this line of Chris's. That's Evans. That's Pratt. But this is 2001. So he's already taken. Yeah. <laughs> Evans, Brad, but No, I Emsworth. thought she was
1: gonna like leave him in the dust, and then like you know, then realize oh, he was the guy for her all along, you know, because he appreciated her before he was famous or nope. she was famous.
0: Nope.
1: But no, nope.
0: they were never gonna do that.
1: Like, like, listen, she is talented. She's young. She's she can a fix rock star. Cars, and he's over here with his little acoustic guitar, rhyming car words. <laughs>
0: Carburetor.
1: Alternator.
0: Can I fix the pancake eater? That's not even a thing.
1: Josie, will you change my oil? No, seriously. Um, By the way, while you're down there, replace the air filter because you have to do those at the same time.
0: <laughs> Is it bad that I never do that?
1: <laughs> well, no, your mechanic does it. <laughs>
0: uh. Uh. No, but like I, I never have them replace the air filter.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know your model car. Anyway, what? um, listen, I'm no Josie, okay?
0: <laughs> yeah, she she knows that. So, but I'm sure. So, they do what that. is the what is the tray that Melody is? Is she a plumber?
1: Yeah, that's right. Because they can't contain multitudes. So, um,
0: <laughs> so so I'm so guessing... Josie's
1: like the like the the rough like.
0: No, no, I think the... Valerie's the rough one. Josie is the talent.
1: Yeah, but Okay. So,
0: so Valerie is the rough, smart one. Josie is the talent. Melody is the, you know, funny airhead. <laughs> like, I'm trying to be so polite, but but if if you look up if you look up Tara Reed, like just Google her mm-hmm. and if you see the shenanigans she got into from two thousand five until now, like are we talking
1: head shaving shenanigans or like you know, the tip of her finger got cut off in a boating accident? Shenanigans,
0: no, not at one point. It like before it was Britney bad, it was called Tara Reid bad.
1: Oh,
0: like, but but and she, then
1: Britney she, came along and she's like, I'm free, <laughs> yeah.
0: And then Lindsay Lohan's like, Let's get past that word, and Tara Reid's
1: like, Yeah, I'm. I'm looking good.
0: Yeah, now now the worst thing she does is she photographs her food on Instagram. <laughs> like,
1: Well, we all do that.
0: She's like, I have to grow up, guys. She's yeah. like, I was smart. I just drank a ton. I didn't do cocaine or any of that stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> but Tara Reed in this movie.
1: Baby steps, Tara, baby steps.
0: <laughs> she, she's kind of cute but she's cute in the way of like
1: Listen, okay. You're saying she's cute, but we all know she's boats 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 cute.
0: Yes, that that I was going to say like like oh, you think she's like, you know, a lovable simpleton, but she's more like boats boats boats.
1: Yeah, and for those of you who don't know what we're saying, just, you know, look up how I met your mother boats 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 on YouTube. She, you'll you'll understand real quick.
0: She's less L Woods and she's more going back to how I met your mother. She's oh honey. Oh honey. (laughs) Like she's the type of person to be like, oh yeah, my landlord got a
1: free cruise and I gave them all my bank account information.
0: Oh honey. (laughs) My landlord set up video cameras outside my door. He even put them inside my shower. Oh honey. (laughs) I'm gonna be in a movie, but I'm not allowed to wear clothes and it films outside of a KFC.
1: Oh honey.
0: That's from that's from how I met your mother. Yeah, I know. But that that's Tara Reed's character in a nutshell. Like like every every one of her lines is like, I if I could have a time machine, I would go back and meet Snoopy. Oh
1: honey. (laughs) Like
0: she she's so
1: I did love Josie's like attack on her where she's like, listen. Puppies grow up to be dogs, and then they get older, and then they die. And then
0: that made me think of the Futurama episode "Jurassic Bark," and I almost like bawled my eyes out.
1: Literally, I like. I was like, no.
0: <laughs> well, you don't watch. You don't watch Futurama.
1: No, I don't like Futurama. There's an
0: episode where they basically do Hayachi. It's
1: it's hachi. Hachi. Hayachi
0: sorry i was watching i was watching a try not to cry video and when they were reading it the guy goes
1: and don't talk to me about Hachi."
0: <laughs> well that's basically the episode of futurama no. so so, no. so tara reed
1: change the subject quickly
0: uh, so tara reed when she actually goes to find puppies to like prevent them i from, know
1: she's like don't age that's that's where i'd go just cuddle up to them you're all gonna stay young and beautiful forever just like rosario dawson
0: oh yeah (laughs) like rosario if you look at her now and look at her then it's like her paul rudd adam scott like they've all found the fountain of you
1: somehow their skin has just gotten smoother which (laughs) i don't understand
0: it's weird, right? Yeah, it's That's like, not natural.
1: It's not, like... Like,
0: I was like, she looks older... It's not older. young.
1: She, it's not young smooth. It's, like, old smooth.
0: She looked older in this movie than she does now.
1: Yeah. Is that
0: possible?
1: Yeah. Well, makeup wasn't as flattering. Not that she needs makeup, but I'm just saying, no, like... No, if
0: you saw her on no, The Tonight Show. No,
1: but I'm I'm saying that, like, makeup back then actually aged women, I feel like. Because it was all like glitter and, you know, highlighting all the wrong things. Well. Like this movie does with a number of things.
0: I need to go back to, this is like my one chance until November to talk about Letters to Cleo. Uh, no, the mu. okay. The music is actually really good in the m- movie. Uh, you didn't like the music?
1: I liked the final song. Because you didn't, you I didn't, didn't like, the, no. You didn't like the opening song? No. Oh, I, I love that song. I, no
0: (laughs) You didn't like the pretend to be nice song either?
1: No What do you do?
0: So, last year, they did an anniversary. Mondo Records, who also does Mondo posters, released the Josie and the Pussycats album for the anniversary. Mm. And they had a screening of this movie at Alamo Drafthouse. And Kay Hanley and Letters to Cleo um, performed. Uh, And she still looks good. (laughs) Like She's another person who doesn't really age... Like um,
1: what spa are you people going to?
0: That's her now. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I this... mean, I'm
1: not familiar with what she used to do. Well, like I, I'm
0: pulling up a a photo of her from Ten Things that I Hate About You. Um,
1: that's okay. I can look it up later. That uh, that's not the most flattering. But she actually looks older there. Again, it's that makeup and the spiky hair and did nothing for anybody back then yeah yeah she looks about the same
0: yeah like i would have preferred her as josie i said that before and i'll say it again like i wish they actually got a real musician like
1: well at this point like
0: jayla you
1: saw the beginning of this movie
0: jennifer lopez was was making music and doing movies madonna
1: um I'm, I want you to think about that. Gwen
0: Stefani was too.
1: Yeah, like, but I want you to think about that. Think about what you're saying.
0: I I just have so much love for Letters to Cleo because they are a Boston band.
1: Yeah, I, I understand that. But this is Hollywood. Well,
0: someone has to root for them when they were going toe to toe with No Doubt. Like They came out at the same time as No Doubt. And everyone was listening to Don't Speak and Spiderweb and I'm Just a Girl. And no one was listening to Here and Now. I love... The music in this movie because for a movie that's i mean okay how am i gonna wear this everything about this movie is bad but the mu- the music actually makes there's so
1: many it. things we-, we cover on this
0: <laughs> but the music on this actually is pretty good <sighs> like this was that 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 avril Levine time period like this was the music that was coming out.
1: No, I can't even equate this to Avril Lavigne. It, th- this I don't get like an Avril Lavigne vibe from Letters to Cleo. Like I don't are they a punk band?
0: Yeah, yeah, I I would say like punkish alternative.
1: Okay, they're at the shallow end of the punk pool.
0: I wouldn't even say they're punk, they're more alternative.
1: Okay. Because Avril Lavigne was punk. I love how we're just giving each other a music history lesson.
0: <laughs> no, they, they were part of that, like, because no doubt originally, this is going to blow your mind, they were ska.
1: No, I've heard that before.
0: Yeah, they were ska. You know who
1: told me that? You.
0: Sorry. <laughs> but Letters to Cleo was originally, like, grunge. Okay and then like it yeah
1: i was going to say i get more of a grungy vibe they, from them
0: but then they became more alternative okay and then when they started doing movie soundtracks they became more like i don't want to say like cuz
1: i can't see like i can't see letters to cleo being the reason that a lot of girls went to school with pa- uh, pants with chains on them <laughs> and and like wristbands like, yeah
0: well she always wore you know a she wore a full like sundress or cocktail dress. Like. Yes,
1: exactly. You see my point. I see your
0: point. Yes, I understand. <laughs> I, I just like the music. Um, Now, as we wrap this up, the resolution of the movie is you find out that that he was actually an albino nerdy kid. Uh, this is Alan Cumming. Alan here. Cumming.
1: Yeah.
0: And Parker Posey had a cleft palate. <laughs> <laughs> because the whole movie she ends up talking like this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you do not have a cleft palate. <laughs>
1: I do too have a cleft palate. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> like she's like, it would
1: be so much fun. <laughs> <Except> <laughs> she, om- mister.
0: she almost sounds like, um, like Carol Channing. <laughs>
1: Carol Channing?
0: <laughs> yeah, a Broadway actress.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah. Oh. Once again, I will show you a video of Carol Channing, okay. and you'll be like, "Yeah, no, but but you find out like her whole subliminal messaging ploy was just to get people to like her." Yeah, and they they break the the stuff, and then Josie ends up performing and becoming cool. Because- Some
1: people just you know go their own way and do their own thing, and they just end up cool in general. But she she goes the killing people route and brainwash.
0: Yeah, but. The whole That's thing- why we
1: get places like Jonestown. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Drink the Kool-Aid. Um, it was
1: actually Fun-Aid. <laughs>
0: but they Kool-Aid took the hit for that. <laughs> they couldn't even afford Kool-Aid. That's sad. No, but one thing they gloss over is Josie has this arc where she's like, what if people really don't like my music? And she's like, oh, they were just brainwashing people and people don't like my music. And then she ends up playing at the Kodak Theater and... Oh, people actually like my my music. I would have loved for it to be like she starts playing and they're like, "Boo! Get off the stage!" Where's Letters to Cleo? We
1: hated you then. We hate you now.
0: That's not your real singing voice. Why do you all sound the same? I don't know why they're all Caleb from Big Mouth. Mm. She has red hair. She has brown hair. There's a monster next to you. Oh, hey, Caleb. <laughs> Uh, um but the last thing i really want to talk about is uh the the crowd surfing not james spader declaration (laughs) of love
1: what 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 did i say to you bring him closer guys and
0: just try not to grope him too much (laughs) yeah stop touching his butt (laughs) like because like every one of his lines i love how he's like i know you don't feel for me because you didn't come to my show and she's like, "Why it told me that was canceled?" And he goes, "That dick!" <laughs> like, <laughs> like the way he says it <laughs> is so weird. Like, like he shouldn't. He he acts like he's not gonna believe you her. You mean and like James Spader would? No, James Spader would. Oh, okay. James Spader would have been more like, "I'm gonna kill that guy." <laughs> like James Spader would have gone backstage and beat the crap out of
1: Alan. face.
0: That's David Spade.
1: Oh.
0: James Spader- wha- I don't-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it before and I'll say it again. I am not good with names. James
0: Spader is Ultron. From- Ultron. Avengers Age of Ultron. Oh. He's got one of those voices. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's him. However-
1: there's just this weird disconnect in my head because when you showed me, he's like, yeah, it looks like James Spader. And like, you thought I was showing you
0: a picture of David Spade? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Uh, oh, sweetie.
1: Oh, honey. <laughs> no, but but that whole declaration no, but, like, of love. I just, I just, growing up, I did not care about celebrities or like anything of that ilk. So, which I'm kind of grateful for in a sense. But, you know, I married a movie critic who knows all these people by name and it makes life very difficult sometimes
0: <laughs> well this guy didn't really have a career afterwards and i oh i also oh,
1: of course lo- he didn't
0: well i love how they brought back De but they clearly couldn't get seth green or and Meyer. So they or,
1: put them all in body
0: caps. yeah and and dean martin's grandson that's what i'm just gonna keep calling him i feel bad for him Growing up being Dean Martin's grandson, I'm going to be famous one day. No, you're not. <laughs> no, I am. I'm going to have a movie career. No, you're not. <laughs> Who's your grandfather? Even
1: better if he was like, I want to be an actor. No, you're going to be a singer just like everybody else, but I want to be an actor. Kid,
0: okay, you're never going to be more famous than your grandfather. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's, that's your a fuck papa. <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> but. I love how they survived because they landed the plane safely, but they landed it in a Metallica parking lot, and thank God he knew <laughs> that all actually, of
1: the- That actually got me to chuckle.
0: Thank God I knew all of the lyrics that. to <laughs> Anderson?
1: <laughs> That's what saved his life.
0: Apparently. um, But the declaration of love, when he actually gets on stage, you even pointed out before they even pointed out, he's- disturbing the concert (laughs) like she's trying to perform here yeah like he's like i want to kiss you on the stage
1: yeah and then uh what's her name rosario dawson's character is like hey guys Uh guys
0: guys this is the only time we're ever going to be playing i can't play the
1: same note over and over and over again you got to move along well
0: you got to think of it this way like they're never going to get another stadium show. Like, they're not going to become famous because... I of- know.
1: She's like, dude.
0: This is our only chance. Quit milking it. So, we've come to the end. How many bagels?
1: Well, see, there were parts of this movie that I did enjoy. Um, namely Alan Cummings, and um, I did really like Parker Posey, like the two villains. Like I was rooting for them the entire the, the time. The three
0: villains, because Missy Pyles' character Alexandra is kind of a villain. The the bad people in this movie are great.
1: Yeah, yeah, they they really shine.
0: Um, I also I I love Seth Green's cameo. I I love seeing. Basically, most of Clueless.
1: But at the same time, I've never longed for the gloomy darkness of <laughs> CW's Riverdale. I just thought... More of, than I, yeah. I have watching this film.
0: I just thought of who would have been the perfect fifth member of jour Who? Because you need the older one. Okay. Paul Rudd. Because <laughs> this was 2000 Paul Rudd before he was like really famous again.
1: Yeah, but he didn't look old. He's literally stayed the same age. But
0: he would have looked like he was in a boy band, right? This is
1: true. Yeah. Yeah. Like... like, What if he, like, actually did try out for the role and he didn't get it? (laughs) What if they're like, no, we're good with, like, four? No,
0: no, this was 2001, so he was making 200 cigarettes. Oh,
1: speaking of which, by the way, uh, what did I say? Like, when they're on the plane and they show the monkey, I'm like, of course, there's a monkey. I was waiting for it. So, uh, one bagel for the monkey. And, um... I just found the three main leads just I mean yeah they're supposed to be this like quintessential girl group like oh we'll be friends forever but I uh, you know this isn't entering <laughs> cheetah girls territory
0: <laughs> no I mean I actually think for a film of, with a female lead it,
1: it yeah it doesn't it doesn't do terribly and that the, sometimes they're very clever at avoiding the tropes. Yeah,
0: it's not going to be Wonder Woman. Like no. it's not going to be Wonder Woman good.
1: Well, no. <laughs> I feel like we DC, don't even know if I feel like DC now says that to themselves. We like, don't
0: even know if Captain oh, Marvel is going to be Wonder Woman good. Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> uh,
0: but how many bagels?
1: I would say six. I'm giving it
0: six. Also, oh okay. Actually, I'm doing 6.5 right down the middle.
1: Why? What's the point 0.5 for?
0: You know what the point 0.5 for is for.
1: No, I don't actually. That's why I'm asking.
0: Letters to Cleo. Oh,
1: you're only giving them a half a bagel? No. I'm- I thought you were a super fan, Scott.
0: <laughs> no, I'm giving them six and a half bagels.
1: Oh, so that's literally the only reason.
0: No, I'm actually giving them four and a half bagels. Okay. One goes to Parker Posey. I'm giving them three and a half. Parker Posey, Alan Cummings, and Missy Pyle each get a bagel, and then three and a half for the for letters to Cleo because, like, they they took her name off of this. Like Kay Hanley got like no credit until like much after. Like I think when the movie came out on video, she got credit. Like it just said Josie, Josie and the Pussycats. Like like they they literally didn't give her any credit at all
1: those bastards
0: and her voice is really good and like like it actually makes her sound like you know a professional and yes you can clearly tell that rachel cook is not singing but it's
1: hollywood scott
0: (laughs) how many times did you notice that she wasn't like lip-syncing correctly like, Rachel Lee Cook was lip-syncing really... I mean,
1: b- I see it all the time in these movies, so I just, I don't even, it doesn't even register.
0: In Rosario Dawson can sing. Why didn't they have her sing? Why did they have to loop Kay Hanley? Isn't that weird?
1: See the look I'm giving you right now? Do you feel the words being burned into your skull from my mind to your mind?
0: No. Say it on the podcast, in words. It's Hollywood, Scott. <laughs> Forget about it, Scott. It's Chinatown. <laughs> you
1: forget about it, Scott. It's Hollywood. It's Tinseltown.
0: <laughs> um, So we've come to the end. Now, you're going to be back for the start of the spooky season for Shocktober.
1: Shocktober.
0: You'll get caught up in the...
1: Shocktober.
0: Shocktober.
1: Shocktober.
0: What is our first movie on the docket? Scott. Yes?
1: I have something to ask you.
0: Mm-hmm. Can I keep... I'm awake. (laughs) We are doing Casper. Yay. So you can find Casper.
1: Casper, the friendly ghost. I don't remember the rest of the The friendliest ghost you know. Okay.
0: So you can find Casper. I believe it's actually streaming for free on Netflix. And if it's not on Netflix, I believe it's on Amazon Prime and Hulu.
1: And 31 days of Halloween. I mean, this is the time.
0: Yep. But I know you can get it on Vudu. And iTunes. So until next time, I am Scott Kurland. And And, I'm Josie. And the Pussycats.
1: Yeah, I'm all of them.
0: Good for you. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: Hey guys, if you like listening to us, um, you can follow us on Twitter or email us. Follow us on Twitter at writer, W-R-T-R, bagel, B-A-G-E-L, basket, B-S-K-T, on Twitter. Or email us, writersbagelbasket, at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. We want to know what you want to do. Submit fan art. Submit a logo. Do anything, because we want to hear from you. And if you have show suggestions, email them.